Hello, Internet. This is ESC Insight Calling. I'm Ewan Spence. I'm Anselpio. And this is UMK Over Coffee. Yes, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you are, get yourself a coffee. I've got one of those as well, although I'm kind of wishing now that I'd got some phaser chocolate instead of coffee as we're talking to Finland and there is no finer chocolate drink out there. Joining us for our next chat over phaser hot chocolate, uh, other hot chocolates are available. The exact producer of UMK and also running up Eurovision for Finland from YLE, it's Ansi. Artyo, welcome to the coffee Thanks a lot, man. And yes, please bring Phaser with you to Turin. It would be gorgeous. I've run out. Oh, uh, uh, by the way, uh, did you see my T-shirt? Already? Oh, uh, oh, this is radio. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Every you now have to describe your T-shirt. Yeah, I've been keeping this um, since uh, since the last Eurovision. It, it says "Join," and it's it's from from the Blind Channel, and it's. Uh, it's funny because it's uh, it's got coordinates in the back of the sleeve here. Uh, so uh, the coordinate is, is uh, the fountain before uh, our hotel. So that was a clue for every fan. Uh, if if people would have won that, there would be a party in that fountain. So uh, so that's the story of this. Oh, this shirt. As a Scotsman, I always love the idea of a fountain and a party. Uh, it just kind of goes well. But we might as well start there at Blind Channel, who have had a stellar year since entering UMK last year, winning through with the votes of the Finnish public and the jury, through to the song contest, and having one of Finland's best results in the last few years, and then continuing that success. Yeah, it's amazing. It's it's really unbelievable. Uh, but uh, it it sort of like changes changed the whole Eurovision thing. Uh, I mean, not the Blind Channel, but uh, the the Moneskin and their win, and the rock music came back and everything. So um, so there are, there are many reasons that uh, UMK is doing really well, and uh, and the uh, Eurovision Song Contest is doing better than years. One of the discussions in the community last year was, oh, you can't have two rock songs. One of them's going to cancel out the other one as if you can't have more than one Schlager song at Eurovision. But of course, they're two different genres. Was, you know, when, when Blind Channel was selected and Moniskin were selected, what was the sort of feeling in the camp? Well, we, we actually decided that uh, we had to meet the band because uh, we are both rock bands and we, we saw that they are really good looking guys. <laughs> like you know models or something and uh we 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 hoped that we can meet because that was the covid year and uh, it wasn't sure that we can meet them yeah it's it's been a challenging year for not just eurovision but any live tv recorded tv the impact of of social bubbles uh and the pandemic itself just adds another layer of complexity to any production including umk last year and this year we've been extremely lucky because we can do the show whether there is an audience or not. It's something that we uh, always fear that uh, if one of our crew members that are really you know, extremely important that would get sick. It's been educating. <laughs> I mean, we have learned so much about television during these two years. We have backup system for everything. So the show that you see in, in TV, we have uh, the rehearsal running in, in, in the... Uh, in the background at the same time so if, if something would happen 
uh, we we could just uh, switch into the rehearsal and it's uh, pretty much almost like 100% the same uh, and it's uh, it's it's been in Eurovision I think for years that that system but uh, we had to learn to do the same it's one of the uh, many many things that we we'll learn here public service broadcasting everybody sharing advice everybody going through and you know as people who watch Eurovision we have to remember that there's a lot of sharing of knowledge for the broadcasters as well throughout the entire year what about yourself what brought you to Eurovision well it's a it's it's funny because I, I used to do a Finnish Grammy show the MMA awards before this and it, it was 11 years ago now and um, my then boss which is also called Ansi uh, well Ansi is that not that common name in Finland but we were we were both Ansi's and and he came to my room and said that uh, maybe maybe you should do the, do the Eurovision next. And I said, no, no way, I'm, no way, I'm doing that. It's it's a crazy world, and I'm I don't know nothing about it. But uh, he said that uh, if you do it, you can pretty much start all over again in, in Finland. And and that was something that I get excited about. You must do a lot of research then, just to get a feel of that. Can you remember what it was like slowly coming to terms with the scope of the song contest? I didn't realize it first, but uh, and yeah, because it's uh, Finland is um, quite a small country if you compare it to uh, to the big ones or, or Sweden, which is our neighbor, and people always compare us to Sweden, which is really unfair. <laughs> but uh, uh, when we started the UMK, we didn't know how much Eurovision fans there were out there, but uh, it's it's been like uh, first, uh, I would say like five years that uh, we have tried to recognize the, the the fans all over the Europe, actually all over the world, and while we are doing the show for for our Finnish people, we also want to do like a global show. I think it's re- growing every year because. For example, this this year, uh, Spanish uh, TV channel Ten TV, um, who wanted to buy our show, the, the whole live show, and, and we we were like wondering that do, do, do the uh, you know Spanish people watching the Finnish uh, national selection in their country, but um, they are really excited over there. And uh, you're doing similar with Melody Festival from Sweden. You're airing it later on the night on one of the YLE channels. Yeah, yeah, you know, Finnish. Uh, I mean, Finland is uh, there. There are like two languages, Sweden and fin- Finland. I mean, Finnish language, and um, it's uh, we always people compare us to Sweden, and like I said, that's that's not fair because they have so much more money and everything in that country, and uh, and the culture is different as we know but you know uh, still I think showing the Melody Festival and in our channel is uh, is doing good for the UMK as well so we're not competing with that that show what about UMK to Finland what does it mean as a public service broadcaster to have this show that brings in music from all genres and all parts of their careers and give them a platform to be seen in the well it hasn't been like this <sighs> like like for many years it's in this is the second or third year that uh, 
that there are like artists like the Rasmus or stuff like that. We had really difficult years in the early early days or uh, all the difficult days, and and it's uh, because uh, the the Eurovision the culture is quite dark in Finland. We have so many bad memories over there, which I guess other countries has has as well. But uh, some people at my age, uh, I mean people who are at my age, they they really don't like to lose in in Eurovision, and it's uh, it's always the topic. Except now, now it's turned. We have lots of young fans, and I think the uh, the older ones are following the young ones now. What changed? Because you had Derude as an internal selection, who who failed to qualify to the semi final, mm. and then you come back with this revitalized UMK that just seemed to suddenly make this huge step up in the acts that were coming along and the confidence and just the general swagger that it had. Mm. What? How did that? How did you get that change to happen? To be honest, I think the 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 main reason is in the songs because you have to have a good song, uh, and uh, and it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of effort for record companies and and writers to to write such a good songs and. Uh, the guy who is in the behind of uh, Blind Channel, he he really put effort to do to, to produce a good song and uh, paid a lot of money as well for that. There were there were some names in the record industry then that they decided we want this. Yeah, we'll tried that before as well. Um, for example, the year that uh, Sara Alda was in in this competition, we had Sara had actually like over twenty songs for Britain to uh, to Sara. And, and that year, uh, I think some some things changed uh, in, the, in the different record labels as well. So, so it's uh, it's hard to say. There are so many reasons for that. Also, also the quality of the uh, the show is one of the reasons that uh, the artists doesn't have to be afraid when they come to that. Uh, we really take good care of them. Right. One of the things that's caught my eye over the last last few shows at UMK. Curiously, has been the interval act, uh, mm. and anyone who's watching the Finnish music scene, you had the the return of Hallo Helsinki coming up, mm-hmm. uh, and the year before that, you had Ben coming on, who at that point was kind of still a newcomer, but then mm. spent the entire summer at the top of the Finnish charts. Yeah, well, you know, the interval acts have there they've never been difficult part for for UMK. We, for example, in the first UMK, we had the Rasmus. And, and Robin, which were uh, like famous as well at that time. So, well, that has been never been a problem. But uh, you know, for example, Hollow Helsinki, they're so so big band that uh, nobody actually expected us to have them last year, and it was like a last minute announcement uh, just just before the week, and it just it's happening now again. We haven't released everything, so it's it's coming. There are some some really good acts coming, but the main thing, as you say, there it's not the interval acts; it's the acts that you have this year. Did Blind Channel's success lead to more entries, higher profile acts? Obviously, we, we've mentioned the Rasmus already uh, coming in, but what impact did last year's Eurovision have on this this year's UMK entry? Well, it's it's huge because it it always happens like that if you. 
if you don't qualify in the uh, the semifinals to to the final, it's going to be difficult. The next year is it's not going to be easy. Last year was so good that I think many of the uh, the for example the rock bands in Finland decided at that moment that okay this is our chance, and and we had huge amount of, of the uh, the rock acts this year. So it's like, uh, but I guess that's uh, universal as well. Because um, every time there there is like a, for example, a rock band in 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 the Eurovision, there will be next year more rock bands in the Eurovision. So I guess it happens like that in the UMK and in the Eurovision. Yeah, when you look at the seven that you have selected uh, as as a production team, again you've sort of what you've covered many of the genres. You've got electronic in there. You've got mm-hmm. sort of hard edge but drifty pop going through. You you've got the rock. You've how many, you know, how how did you decide that combination? Was it, were they all selected sort of in isolation? Or did the, the team doing the board sort of work out the best overall seven? How, can you give us any idea how the selection was made? Yeah, it's it's quite simple because um, Tapio Hakanen, who is the music director in, in, in our production, he has to listen all the few hundred songs that will come to every year. This I think it was over three hundred this year, and uh, he sort of like picks around fifty of them, just uh, the good songs and interesting acts. And then when 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 the uh, rest of the uh, jury is listening to them, there will be around thirty songs left. And we don't have to, you know, just try to pick. 10 songs or, or or just a nice number of the songs because we just decided that if we, if the seven finalists is is good for us and it's uh, it looks good and and every song is good we don't have to pick the eighth or or 10 acts just just for that because that quality doesn't bring any any good for this show how much of that decision process is about let's find a song that's good for the song contest and how much is let's find songs that are great for Saturday night finished television both it's both we always try to pick something for everyone but of course that's not possible yeah we just try to pick seven songs that uh, are sort of like a complete so so that it uh, when, we just know when it's good <laughs> let's say that <laughs> but that's why you have a lot of people in the room like you've you've got as you said you had a music from your ex radio station you've got you've got some of the spotify editors in there you've got some of the journalists in there as well to sort of amal you know sort of get all those feelings together but it's 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 not that nice as i mean always we we all argue quite a lot there for example i i'm 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 still bitter of letting one one song go but uh Maybe they'll come back. How do you think UMG is going to carry on? Now now you've had this, this, this run of great shows and it's going to carry on this year. What are your hopes for UMK over the next two or three years? Well, uh, actually, I hope that uh, we, we get rid of the, the COVID and, and we get the live audience for sure. And we get to go to the bigger uh, arenas with with, uh, with the show. That's, that's my biggest hope. But I'm... 
I'm quite certain that we get uh, good songs and, and really good um, acts during the next couple of years because we already know that uh, some some acts are interested in coming into UMK. Well, I'm nearly out of the phase of chocolate here, so just uh, one or two quick questions. I suppose the obvious one is, let's just check. People outside of Finland are going to be able to watch UMK on the live stream. It's not going to be locked down or anything. We can all watch it through the main website. And actually, uh, yeah, I have to mention this because um, we have uh, commentary tracks in English and we have a commentary in Finnish and Swedish. Uh, also, we have uh, Saame, you know, the Saame Kieli, which is uh, minority people living in, in the north. But... Uh, they are really excited and, and they want to do their own commentary from the UMK. And also <laughs> with, um, I don't know what, what is it called, but it's, uh, it's called in, in Finnish, it's called Selko Suomi, which means that uh, it's really simplified Finnish commentary, like uh, putting the, uh, the content in, in really slow. Um, so for those who are learning the language, yeah, come in yeah, there and right. make it more accessible. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's it's really. Also, we have Russian language, but uh, it's it's really interesting because it's it's one of those expanding surprises that, that what 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 can we do in in the Eurovision world? It's uh, it's great. So UMK itself takes place Saturday, February the 26th. There's a couple of other uh, heats going on there, um, but you can skip over those. And yes, technically the Australian national final is on there as well, but because of time zone differences, you can watch Australia over breakfast, have your lunch, and then watch Finland select that. So you can have a nice 12-hour period of Europe. Great. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, Ansi, thanks very much for your time. Thank you. And, uh, well... There we go. That's another chat over coffee. Thank you all out there for listening as well. For those of you listening on Patreon, thanks very much for your support. Uh, for those of you who are listening on the main website, we love your support as well. Link, like, love, share, subscribe, all the usual social medias, esceinsight.com if you've found this uh, podcast somewhere else. And if you're looking for that Patreon support, patreon.com slash yale.fi I think is going to be the main site. and You'll get the link there through to the UMK website as well, Ansi. Yeah, yep. yeah, I think it's uh, Wiley.slash UMK. Uh, and we will have a link on that in our show notes as well, so just head over to our website and we'll get the directions out going everywhere else. Ansi, do you want to call for our guitars? Guitars? <laughs> oh, God. This is the inside. <laughs> Don't crash the jingle at the end. I'll have to start it again. Ah, oh, www.escinsight.com. Here's the crowd. <laughs>